This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. passage of scripture and I can't help but look around when I see a statement like I will not leave you comfortless I can't help but look around in the scripture to see where the comfort is because I know it's there and God has left it for us he says I won't leave you comfortless we understand that the comforter in the scripture is the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost is present with us he's promised he'd never leave us nor forsake us God's with us isn't it wonderful to know God's with us he says this not only does he leave us God, which is wonderful, that's the most important part. He says, I won't leave you comfortless. He says, I'm going to give you comfort. Comfort is not found in the absence of trouble, but in the presence and promises of God. I want to show you some comforts that God gives us here in this passage of Scripture. I will not leave you comfortless. The first comfort is this, number one, God promises us heaven, heaven. Uh, the Bible says in verse number one, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Folks, I want you to know something. God has promised us the comfort of heaven. Heaven is a real place. Heaven's a real place. Heaven, as real as this pulpit, is wood. As real as this skin is real. As real as I'm standing here today, heaven is that real. Heaven's a real place. Now, it's easy, and I get this way often because I put a lot of stock in this world. I'll just be quite frank with you. I love my wife. I love spending time with her. I love my boys. I love the privilege that I have, and I want to treasure. And in the last couple of days, I've, I've uh, more very specifically treasured the moments that I get to spend with my children. I love them. I love my family. I love my church. I love my community. I love my job. I love what God's given me to do. I don't dread a day of my life. I'm thankful for the opportunity to get up. I love life, and I put a lot of stock in it. I'm working hard at it. But you all know something? My life is about this long. It's short. I've used up about half of it already. It's real short. But eternity is real long. And folks, I want you to know something. The hurts of today are real. I do not discredit them. The hurts of today are real. But the glories of eternity are real also. And the short time that we suffer and we have on this earth will be represented forever in heaven. And we've got the promise of heaven, the glory of God, the presence of God. And folks, I want you to know something. The only thing we have is not these few days here on earth. As a matter of fact, we have something far greater, exceeding greater, beyond the grave. Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, Look, boys, you're going to be disappointed. You've got in your heart that I might set up a kingdom and we might have an opportunity to do some ruling and reigning here on earth right now. He says, but the truth of the matter is, in just a few days I'm going to go to the cross and I'm not going to be with you anymore. 
I'm going to go to heaven to be with my Father. But I'm, if, I go to he, if I go, I'm going to prepare a place for you also. And we're going to have an, a place in heaven forever. Folks, I want you to know something. When Jesus looked at his disciples and says, I won't leave you comfortless. One of his comforts was heaven. We have the promise if we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ that we will spend eternity together in heaven. Heaven's real. Heaven is a comfort. Here's the second promise. The second promise, the second comfort that Jesus gives us past the Scripture is the promise of His return. Uh, the promise of His return. The Bible says in verse 3, If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. I believe the Bible teaches plainly the rapture of the church. There's coming a day when the trumpet will sound the dead in Christ will rise, and then we which are alive and remain shall be called up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Jesus is coming again. It's wonderful. And as a young man, I'll just tell you, there are days that I want to live a little longer, and I have to, I think, you know, maybe, Lord Terry, you're coming just a little bit longer. And that's not the, that's not the most spiritual thing to say, but it's just true sometimes. But I had a conversation with a man that I love dearly, just a a few days before my wife and I would be married, five of our very best friends, five dear friends of ours, uh, four of our four of the five were to be in our wedding. Just a week before we were to be married, five of our friends were tragically killed in a car accident. They were a, a quartet, singing, traveling, representing the Lord, representing Crown College. And just a few days before we got married, they were all five tragically killed in a car accident. It was awful. Our hearts were broken. And uh, I just have to give God the glory and praise for helping us through that thing. I'm good friends with the father of one of my friends that was killed that day. And we've spent lots of time together through the years and talked often. And one day he told me something that helped me put the coming of Christ in perspective for someone who has suffered loss. He said, you know, Cody, he said, I wake up every day hoping that Jesus will come again. I said, that's wonderful. I said, I said tell me about that because I want to know because I, I, that's not my sentiment always. He said, he said, you know what? It's just so exciting for me. I get up every day and I think this could be the day that Jesus comes back because I know that this day, any day, every day could be the day that I get to see Aaron again, the day that I get to be reunited with my son. He says, I anticipate with such anticipation, the coming of the Lord, Jesus is coming again. And uh, folks, I want you to know something. We've suffered loss here on earth. You have folks who've gone on before you. You know, today could be that great reunion day. If God sees fit to do that, hallelujah. If he sees fit to tarry his coming, praise his name. He's given other folks opportunities to get saved. But we've got heaven to look forward to. He says, I will not leave you comfortless. He gives us the comfort of heaven, the comfort of his return. Number three, he gives us the comfort of answered prayer. The comfort of answered prayer. The Bible says in verse 13, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, what does the Lord Jesus say to his disciples? He says, look guys, he says, you have the opportunity to commune with God. You don't have to understand everything, and you won't understand everything, but you have the opportunity to talk to God about it, and God is going to give you comfort. God is going to give you peace. You're never alone. 
In your time of great distress, go to the Lord. When my heart is overwhelmed within me, the Bible teaches that we go to the rock, that rock of our salvation. We go to the Lord. He says, I won't leave you coming. He said, I'll give you the promise of answered prayer. Look what the fourth one is. The promise of his presence. The Bible says in verse number 17, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. God says, I won't leave you comfortless. He says, I promise my presence. I don't know about you, but there are moments in my life and when I think it'd be good to be in heaven today. Uh, there's some folks I know that think of it more often. Boy, wouldn't it be a joy to be in heaven? And, uh, and I look forward to heaven. I really do. And what a wonderful promise. But you know something that God's promised us? For the days that we live on this earth, that we yearn to be in heaven but can't, God has promised that he has sent heaven to us. God has sent heaven to us. Folks, I want you to know something, that we can get a little taste of heaven every moment of every day when we live in the conscious presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Folks, for the days of our journey in this life, God's promised to be right with us. He's with us. Heaven has come to us. And we can rest in the fact that I'm never alone. God is with me. I don't face any burden apart from the presence and power and blessing of God. He says, be comforted. Be comforted. Heaven has come to you. Look at the last thing, number five. I will not leave you comfortless. The Bible says this in verse 19, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live ye shall live also. What's the promise? Because Jesus Christ is alive forevermore, we have the promise that we'll live also. We have everlasting life. We have the promise of eternal life. Eternal life. It begins at the moment we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, our Savior. We have the promise of everlasting life. He says, because I live, ye shall live also. Oh, folks, when we start to get burdened down with everything that's going on in this world, now we go to God's Word. You know that God's Word, the Bible says, is like a hammer. And God's Word is like a consuming fire. I read this story today, and it really helped me. It encouraged me. I hope it will encourage you. It comes from the pages of the Pilgrim's Progress written by John Bunyan. And Christian is the main character and. Pilgrim's Progress, and Christian's on a journey through life, and he meets up with this guy named Interpreter. They walk into a room, and as they walk into the room, there's a wall with a great fire going, like a fireplace. Just to the side of the fire, there's a man dressed all in black, pouring buckets of water on the fire. But all the while, the fire continues to blaze, and to blaze greater. Christian says to interpreter, what does this mean? Interpreter says, that's the devil trying to quench the spirit of God's people. Oh, that's bad. Interpreter says, no, wait. 
Interpreter leads Christian to the, around to the other side of the wall. The opposite side of where the devil is trying to quench the fire and the spirit of God's people. And there's God with fresh oil fanning the fire, feeding his people, strengthening the fire. And the devil can quench, the devil can quench, the devil can quench. But all the while, God's pouring fresh oil on his people. That flammable substance that keeps us on the winning side, that flammable substance that keeps us burning bright for God and his glory is the fire of God's word. And we can rest in it. He says, be comforted. Heaven is our home. Heaven's real. Eternity is real. Life is short. Eternity is long. Live for Jesus today. Rejoice in the blessings of God for all of eternity. We hurt and we sorrow. It's true. And you should. I've sat in front of my computer and wept. Sorrow for his precious family for the last couple of days. But the Bible says that we sorrow not as those which have no hope. We sorrow, we do. But our sorrow has, such a, has a certain sweetness about it because I, the sorrow of death for the child of God is not final. It's not over. We take our bodies off like taking off a piece of clothing. We go to be with the Lord. We have the promise of everlasting life through Him. Oh, may God comfort us. We need His help. The oil that will flame the fire of your soul is God's Word. Rest in these promises. Heaven. Rest in these promises. Jesus is coming again. Rest in these promises. God will hear and answer your prayers. Rest in these promises. He's with you. Heaven has come to us. God is with you. He's going to help you. Rest in this promise. We have everlasting life. Because Jesus lives, you can live also. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.